This week's Torah portion, Tetzaveh, continues describing the construction of the tabernacle, the ancient sanctuary in the desert, and the role, and even the clothes of the priests who were charged with overseeing the rituals. The purpose of the tabernacle was to promote the high and noble ideal of God, an appreciation of the transcendence, goodness, and uniqueness of the human creature, a sense of morality and fairness and justice. And yet there's almost none of this in these passages describing the construction of the tabernacle. What these chapters focus on is the minute details of the construction of this tent. Now, if I were to ask you what the book of Exodus is about, most people would respond, oh, well, it's about slavery, liberation, law. But a near third of the book of Exodus is about carpentry, carving, cutting, and clothing. What? <laughs> if you want to know where precisely to put the clasps and the planks and the bars and the poles and the sockets, what are the types of lamps, what oil is used for the lighting and for the burning, how to carve the wood, how to design the precious stones, what are the measurements of the cloths and how to loop the cloths with the copper clasps to keep the tent up? How much ram skin and dolphin skin should be used in the tent covering? What colors should be included in the sanctuary? How should you make the curtain and the lampstands and the sockets that hold up the curtains? What cloth and colors fashion the clothes of the high priests? If you want to know these things, you're in for a treat in the weeks that we read these Torah portions. But the rest of us, including rabbis, I think especially rabbis, struggle to keep all the details straight. Hammers and nails and wood and cutting and sawing and sewing. You know, if rabbis were good at this stuff, we wouldn't have ended up in the seminary in the first place. We would have been engineers or scientists or architects like our siblings. <laughs> Many of us don't even understand what these words mean in English, let alone in biblical Hebrew. Furthermore, most of the rabbis that I have met in my three plus decades, they don't like building things. We would much rather hire someone than build it ourselves. We like thinking about and debating freedom, law, liberty, miracles, you know, the good stuff in the book of Exodus. We are drawn like flies to the light of the prophets, to Micah's clarion call to love mercy, do justice and walk humbly with your God. We're moved by the central command to love your neighbor as yourself. We are inspired by Isaiah's admonishment to avoid taking bribes and shun evil, but we strain to find meaning in the construction of a tent, albeit 
a sacred one. And so it's a relief to know that a leading rabbi of antiquity considered one verse in this Torah portion of the week to be the key verse in the entire Bible. It's a verse so ordinary, so seemingly nondescript, that even if I were to tell you where it is, most people would still gloss over it without stopping to ponder its significance. In an amazing Midrash, we read, Shimon ben Azai said, Klal gadol batorah, the central unifying principle, the one principle that encapsulates all of the other principles of Judaism and from which all of the other principles flow is this verse from the book of Genesis. Ze sefer toldot ha'adam. This is the book of the chronicles of humanity. God created human beings in the likeness of God. Ben-Azai thought that this was the central organizing verse of Judaism because it promoted the unity of the human creature. That we were all created in the image of God, and thus all human beings are of equal worth and equal sanctity, and every principle of Judaism flows from this principle. Shimon ben Zoma said there's an even greater unifying principle. And he cited the verse from the book of Deuteronomy emphasizing God's oneness. You might have heard of this verse. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Hear, O Israel, the eternal is our God, the eternal is one. Ben Zoma thought that this was the great unifying verse because if every human being were to recognize the sovereignty of God, they would live their lives loyal to God's moral universe. Shimon ben Nanas said there wasn't even a greater unifying principle. And he cited the verse from the book of Leviticus, now often described as the golden rule. Love your neighbor as yourself. Ben Nanas considered this to be the great unifying verse, because if each of us treated the other as if as in the same way that we would want to be treated, injustice and unfairness would disappear from the world and peace would reign. Shimon ben Pazi said there is an even greater unifying principle, and he cited a verse from this week's Torah portion. One sheep shall be offered as a daily sacrifice in the morning, and one sheep should be offered as a daily sacrifice at twilight. The Midrashic passage concludes with these words. Halacha keben pazi. The law follows Ben Pazi. What? You have all these grand principles in the Bible? Monotheism, equality, justice, humanity, mercy, loving kindness, righteousness, freedom, fairness, moral living. And Ben Pazi 
pulls a verse out of the blue that seemingly means nothing, sacrifice one lamb in the morning and one lamb in the evening every day, and asserts that this is the central unifying principles of the entire Torah, of the entire Bible. And a passage concludes with words to the effect, Ben Pazi is right. I think that what the Midrash conveys is that nothing great, nothing permanent, nothing substantial exists without habit, hard work, routines, and rituals. Values need frameworks. They cannot thrive in a vacuum. It's not enough to have an abstract relationship with an ethical principle, do justice, love mercy. We need to habituate ourselves constantly daily towards actions implementing these principles. If you want to understand the concept of God, maybe you can get something useful from a theology book. But if you want a relationship with God, you have to pray daily. The two daily sacrifices were later interpreted as the morning and the evening prayer. They were the first and last tabernacle rituals of the day, bracketing all of the other daily activity in the temple. No offering could be brought before this sacrifice, and no offering could be brought after the evening sacrifice. If you want to understand the concept of justice, you can glean some useful thoughts from a law book. But if you want to make the world a more just place, tzedek, tzedek, tirdof, you must pursue justice daily. You must see the pain of injustice in the emptied eyes and shattered souls of its victims and sacrifice for justice. As you cannot become a good chef simply by reading cookbooks, so you cannot become a good person simply by reading philosophy or self-help books. Jewish sages insisted, do the deeds, perform the acts of loving kindness, become accustomed, habituated to moral, magnanimous, and merciful deeds. The more we do, the more we accept the need for doing. For this reason, Maimonides taught it's better to give one coin to the poor on a thousand different occasions than a thousand coins all at once because we need to train ourselves to do good. The act of giving tzedakah day after day after day for a thousand days trains and disciplines us towards acts of goodness. And even if we do not understand why we are giving away this money, and even if we disagree, Judaism insists, do it anyway. Perhaps over time, you'll come to understand. And even if you never understand, still, you've done a good deed. Mitoch shalolishma, balishma, states the Talmud. From something that started out as having nothing to do with good intentions, through the act of doing, the motivation to do good is born. 
Benpazi did not reject his colleagues' ethical aspirations. To the contrary, he yearned for a better, more just world as much as they did. But he insisted that love, justice, mercy, faith, liberty are not sustainable unless we convert these into daily habits and rituals of even the smallest of details. Do the hard work. Offer the daily sacrifice. Kevasim shnaim leyom tamim. Once in the morning and once in the evening, tamid, always.